0: Hey now, hey now, hey now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new edition of Over the Line, Monday edition. We are back, still on our two-week suspension from the main Over the Line page on YouTube, but still available everywhere else. If you are joining us from the Over the Line Burner account page on YouTube, congratulations, You should be proud of yourself because uh, not a lot of people have been able to find that. Most of that is because it's a new channel. So it's almost impossible to find it through the YouTube algorithms and everything else. But whatever. It's fine. We'll work through it. Um, We anticipated stuff like this happening. And as long as we make it two more months... (laughs) Man, it's a long time... If we can make it two more months, we'll be fine if we don't get another strike. But at the same time, if we do get a strike within the next two months, we are we're banned. We're banned from that channel. And it sucks because we got a lot of content on there. A lot of content that I, you know, I, I would honestly lose. And it, not just over the line stuff, but the line stuff. And, uh, so I'm gonna try to watch my P's and Q's. Technically, when we're unbanned, we'll have a month and a half to go. So, I- I'm going to try to be in the frame of mind. If there's a show we do that I feel like, uh, we'll get flagged on there, then... <laughs> then I probably won't post it. We'll just post it on the bu- the Burner account. If you listen to the audio podcast or you watch on Rumble or Grow Call or BitChute, reach out to us, comment on the video, and say, hey, how do I get to the Over the Line Burner account on YouTube so I can see the audio version or see the video version or just so you can subscribe and support the channel? Uh, Just reach out, comment, send us a message, something. Just do something. A little bit of a, a... Changing the setup i'm doing that every night man i I mean it's it's almost nine o'clock at night and i just got started it took me two hours to get the lighting right in here uh and hopefully we're moving in the right direction i meant to start at like six o'clock so here we are that's my life oh and we caught the grill on fire too trish trish caught the grill on fire And I'm not hating on her for it. I don't know if the grill's ruined or not, but it's just a grill. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I love grilling and all that kind of stuff. It's just a grill. You know, she was really, really sad and beating herself up. I could tell. I'm like, listen, it ain't nothing but a thing. We got to get a new grill. We'll just get a new grill. Probably be a minute, but we'll get a new grill. So, there were several things I wanted to, well, there was one particular thing that I wanted to talk about, and then I ended up in 20 different directions, as I always do. Um, And so, uh, who knows? I'm going to throw, like, three different things at you guys tonight. First off, on Real America's Voice, I don't know if any of you guys watch that. We have a personal friend that's one of the anchors on that channel. Um, But the president, Donald Trump. I'm calling him president. You heard me right. He went on there, and he was asked about a plethora of things. One of those is, uh, do you think uh, you'll be reinstated, as some in in the the MAGA world feel like they feel like will happen? Uh, do you think that the audits will produce anything? I tell you what. L- let me just play it for you, because it's actually pretty interesting because real america's voice let's be honest it's not a huge news channel it's kind of like on i guess the conservative leaning side we've gone from it's fox news up here and then it's Newsmax, and then it's real america's voice and then everything else is under that in my opinion that's the way i I feel like it sets up but here's that interview and I, i assume this was from today i literally just saw it let's see if we can get this set up uh there we go. David Brody, whoever that guy is. He is uh he's the one interviewing the former president. Check this out.
1: Well, thank you, David. Thank you. I,
2: I want to start with something you told Sean Hannity uh last week. The headlines were about how you admitted defeat in the 2020 election when you said we didn't win. Is that an accurate headline? Did did you admit defeat? I just want to understand that.
1: No, I never admitted defeat. Uh, we have a a lot of things happening right now. I think that that was an election that was, I don't think, all you have to do is read the newspapers and see what's coming out now. No, I never, the word is concede. I have not conceded.
2: Right. So I want to ask you about uh, Georgia and uh, Arizona, the audit going out there. What should happen?
0: Uh, well, let me point something out. Is that not an interesting aspect to this, that Donald Trump is has not conceded? He says, I I have not admitted defeat. I have not conceded to this point, uh, which which tells you that he's waiting on something. He's not coming out and saying anything about being reinstated or anything else, and I firmly believe that he's looking to 2024, uh, but just that lack of concession, the fact that he has not conceded, I think, speaks volumes as to what we know has gone on and is currently going on again as i've said time and time again the main thing we need to worry about outside of reinstatement and throwing people in jail and all this kind of stuff because i don't have a lot of confidence in that is exposing the truth and heading towards 2024 2022 for that matter Wipe out the Democrats in Congress, and then in 2024, make sure what happened in 2020 does not happen again.
2: In in your mind, if Arizona and Georgia come back with fully verified evidence of voter fraud, what do you think should happen?
1: Well, I think they will come back with that, and I think uh, other states are also going to come back with that. And it's going to be uh, determined what's going to happen. That's not up to me. That's up to the public. That's up to a lot of people, I guess. But uh, if the election was determined to be a fraud, and it's looking more and more like that uh, is the case, I mean, people are going to have to make a determination as to what's going to happen. Right. So
2: I want to clarify something, because I have to tell you, and the last time I checked, I don't want to listen to the mainstream media. Uh, Their headlines are ridiculous. There is talk out there uh, by a certain segment of the MagA faithful. They truly believe you're going to be somehow reinstated in August. There's actually a poll out, a morning consul poll that says 30 percent of America, or excuse me, 30 percent of Republicans uh, actually think that as well. So can you set the record straight? Do you believe you could be potentially reinstated at that point? What's your view?
1: Well, just so you understand, there is a large I 've been seeing those same polls. they're not my polls. They're polls taken by, I guess, media and others. And uh, there is a tremendous percentage, much higher than that, that think the election was rigged and stolen. And uh, I don't uh, I don't speak for other people. I can only tell you what I say. And, you know, frankly, this isn't unique, because uh, Hillary Clinton went around saying it. And uh, Stacey Abrams is still saying about her race in uh, Georgia. So this is nothing that's totally unique. But I will say that. Uh, In this case, uh, there was uh, they had no evidence. In this case, there's massive evidence. It's coming out of Georgia. It's coming. I mean, just take a look at what's happening. Read the papers. Now, a lot of the mainstream media, in fact, almost all of it, refuses to cover it. And uh, they why? I don't know. It's all Pulitzer Prize material, but they refuse to cover it. But you take a look at the uh, numbers coming out of Arizona. Now, they're doing an audit right now. I have nothing to do with the audit. The audit is uh, is taking place. It's the state senate. And I think they're great patriots, frankly, if you want to know the truth. But the state senate of Arizona, they're doing an audit. I don't know when it's going to be released, the numbers, but I would imagine they'd be very revealing. And Georgia, likewise, and Pennsylvania is, uh, I, from what I heard, starting an audit because they've found things that they are not happy with. No, these numbers, I think, are going to prove to be massive.
2: Yeah, but what about the reinstatement part? Is that is that bogus? Is well, I'm that-
1: not going to comment on that. I'm going to just see yeah. what happens. If okay. uh, the election was fraudulent, uh, people are going to have to make up their own minds. It's not going to be up to me. It's going to be up to... Uh, the public it's going to be up to perhaps politicians i don't think there's ever been a case like this where hundreds of thousands of votes will be found uh so we'll have to see what happens
0: okay fair enough i uh, 20 20- and, and see he's kind of approaching that same angle of hey let's not put the cart before the horse let's get this stuff exposed and then we'll hammer it out from there now I understand, coming from the, the angle of reinstatement and all that, it sounds good, and it almost sounds necessary with the radicals that are currently running the country. These people are going to destroy our country, and, and, and destroying our country at a very crucial moment. You go back and you think about the, the economy that was built, By the decisions of Donald Trump as president, right? An economy that was really a safeguard, a buffer for when COVID-19 hit this country. Think about if we were under a Barack Obama or currently a Joe Biden economy and COVID hit. We would have been absolutely obliterated. But instead, we had a whole lot of cushion thanks to decisions by Donald Trump. It did get absolutely dismantled because the government forced businesses to close, but at the same time, we were coming back around. Unfortunately, when we did start opening back up, we could have zoomed and been back to full capacity at this point. But what happened on November 3rd happened, and instead, we've got an economy killer running the show so I understand reinstatement seems vital and necessary because three and a half more years of what we're dealing with now with soaring prices whether that's gas or lumber or or anything else there's no telling what's going to happen inflation your your dollar is going to be worth absolutely nothing if we keep moving this way and the audacity of the audacity of of Joe Biden on on Twitter. I mean I mean literally I saw a tweet. Well, maybe it wasn't a tweet. It wasn't a tweet. It was uh God, what was it? I guess it was on Facebook, but let me see if I can find the tweet of bragging about the current state of the economy. Hold on a second. I got to find this for y'all. This was this this was fascinating to me. I couldn't I couldn't believe it. Okay, it's it's not on Twitter. That's uh. Oh, let me see if it's on his POTUS account. That's his personal. Of course, you know Joe Biden, the only guy with two Twitter accounts that doesn't even know how to tweet. Uh oh, here it is. Oh, this is precious. Check this out. At this point last year, the Fed projected five percent growth in 2021. Now they're projecting seven percent growth. Our economic plans are working, and we can't stop now. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you believe that's serious? <laughs> Just look at that. <laughs> look at it.
1: Would you look at that?
0: Just look at it. Joe Biden taking credit for an economy that's going to be opening at a snail's pace, growing at a snail's pace for uh, uh, our our return to normalcy. Post-COVID. I'm not going to go any further on the the Donald Trump interview. I just wanted to show you part of that and kind of show you where his mind currently is at uh, with this election stuff. It's still hot and heavy. And what's going to happen is Arizona, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, all these places have to revisit. And it's going to be up to their legislatures. It's going to be up to the local guys to get this stuff figured out and have a desire to get the truth of what happened on that day. It's not up to Donald Trump. It's not up to those of us in Alabama or any other state. It's up to those people there. And the people that live in those states, if you watch this podcast and you're in those states, you need to be calling your representatives on a regular basis and tell them, hey, me and many others demand transparency. We want confidence in our elections we want you to show us that this was on the up and up. if you believe this was on the up and up, we want you to show us it's as simple as that It's not a big that's not a that, that's it's not a big task. I mean it kind of is but it's not too much to ask as a citizen of a state in the United States of America to ask if your election was fair. That's all you want to know. What's that? What was that? Arizona' is going to tell us a lot. I have a feeling. But you're going to have to pay attention. You're going to have to pay attention to this show. You're going to have to pay attention to a lot of other people online that aren't involved in the mainstream media. Because the mainstream media is not going to give you this stuff. They're not going to give you any of it. And if they do, all they're going to be doing is making excuses as to why it's not true or it doesn't matter. So keep an eye out on that. We'll keep you updated. Real quick, before I forget, Vapor Forge out on 280, proud partners with this show. We appreciate them more than they will ever know. And we want you to appreciate them as well. So go out there and see them. 4673 Highway 280 East in Birmingham, right next to Bailey Brothers. 205-874-9010 is the number. 874 874- 9010. Make sure you go check that out. And also, a little bit of a surprise here on the over-the-line Patreon, patreon.com slash Andrew McClain Who. You can now be a part of Patreon for as low as five dollars a month. We went ahead, there's four levels. You can donate. Any amount of money that you want to. If you want it to be a one-time deal, just sign up and then cancel it before it uh, uh, before re-withdraws out of your bank account or whatever. However you want to do it. But for $5 a month, you can get all the exclusive content that we put on Patreon for uh, your kind donation. Any of those you want to do, you can make it happen. Patreon.com. Andrew McLean, who and we appreciate those that are already a part of Patreon so 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 much. It's our Patreonies and we love them to death, absolutely love them to death. I wanted to get into COVID vaccine deaths and give you what we're seeing in the media and and the 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 reporting numbers that we're gathering about COVID deaths, but. But I'm not going to do that tonight. Got something more important for you. You ready for this? It's about a guy. A guy named Dong. You heard that correctly, Mister Dong Jin Wei. I want you to remember that name, Dong Jin Wei. Now, Dong Jin Wei is an official from China. He is the former Vice Minister of State Security, and apparently Mr. Dong has defected and made his way to the U.S. of A. with his daughter. Allegedly, Mr. Dong and his daughter showed up in the U.S. sometime in February with a whole lot of information and are currently working with the U.S. government To make sure that information is used appropriately. Now, we cannot confirm that. So this is all allegedly. But what we can confirm is there are several people reporting that here in the U.S. As well as in China. We know China's not going to admit this. But if this is in fact true, this is a big friggin' deal. That Mr. Dong has got some juicy info and he's ready to hand it over to us. Now, this could be and probably is information on the virology lab in Wuhan, China. Information maybe on the Bidens. Information maybe related to the 2020 election. Because we all know foreign influence in our elections is pre- prevalent. The Democrats admit it. The Republicans admit it. Everybody admits it. So what do you think China's role was in the 2020 election? I bet they had a prominent role. And maybe Mr. Dong Jinwei, I just like saying Mr. Dong, may have some information related to that as well. If true, this is going to be a very very big deal I saw everything from Tucker Carlson to the Daily Beast reporting on this situation this guy is a high level Chinese official and if it's true he will be the highest level defector in Chinese history Somebody at that level in the Chinese government has a lot of information that they can share with anybody. Now, the first thing you got to think of is if he is, in fact, here in the U.S. and he's defected from the Chinese government, he's probably brought more than just his daughter with him. Because if he leaves his family behind in China, they will promptly be arrested and probably tortured. In an attempt to get them to talk and tell them where he is. We watched that happen to what we dubbed the Bat Lady. Remember the one that came over here and said, I worked in the vi- virology lab. And I can tell you that this virus is man-made and manipulated. So what does this guy got? And that's what I want to know. We're moving closer and closer to people having to accept the fact this thing came out of the lab. But it's more than just if it came out of a lab. We want to know exactly what was done. And then the most important part was this released on purpose. The simplest way to explain it is they got this virus from an animal. That's one part of the story that's true. The part that's not true is the fact that it went from an animal to a human in a wet market. No, it went from an animal to a lab. It was then tampered with, and then it went to a human. You see the traditional picture of the the coronavirus, um, the, the, the actual virus itself. You know, the traditional picture, the ball with the little spikes on it. Let's see. COVID picture. Let's see here. This guy. Your stereotypical picture of COVID. Trying to get it pulled up here. Whatever, whatever. Accept all cookies. I don't care. Okay, there it is. As close as I can get it. That's the traditional picture of the COVID virus. Now, those little spikes it has on the outside, it requires those to be able to attach to human cells when entering the body. If it does not have those protein spikes and it gets into a human body, it is not going to affect you. It's not going to infect you because it has no way to latch onto your cells. Latching onto your cells is what makes you sick. So it seems that within the tampering, whatever they did in the Wuhan lab, they added protein spikes or at least more protein spikes to make it more effective and transmissible to humans. That's one theory. And I got a feeling that that theory is going to turn out to be true. Hopefully, this Chinese defector, Chinese spy that's defected to the U.S., can give us more information on that. We will see. Maybe he's got information not only on the Wuhan lab, not only on the 2020 election, maybe he's got even more dirt on Hunter Biden, which at this point, what what more do we need? What more dirt do we need on Hunter Biden? The media is not going to do anything about it. Democrats aren't going to do anything about it. But we know the guy is running around with hookers, illegally obtained a gun, was smoking crack and doing blow, using the N-word and other racist language, and not once has the left criticized the guy. If anything, they've praised the guy. But hey, let's be honest. It's nothing new for Democrats to praise a racist. They just... Elected one to be president of the United States, so you shouldn't be surprised with the uh, double standard. There's so many things. It's there's so many things out there that that you know, if a Republican were to do it, the left would not only lose their mind, but they would demand. That that person resign, lose any book deals, lose any lose his Twitter account, and be accosted from society. But when it's a liberal, say, Democrat senator from Rhode Island, maybe somebody like Sheldon Whitehouse... If they the were, people who are running the place are still working on If they were saying or doing something racist, they get 100% get a pass. For instance, this interaction with Sheldon Whitehouse.
2: Okay a little close. Okay, back in 2017, you had expressed concerns about the membership of the all-white Bailey's Beach Club, said that you hoped it would become more diverse. Now, your family's been members. Your wife is one of the largest shareholders. Has there been any traction in that? Are there any minority members of the club now?
1: I think the people who are running the place are still working on that, and I'm sorry it hasn't happened yet.
2: Um, do you have concerns in 2021? I mean, obviously, it's been four years. You had remarks on the floor following the deaths of Brianna Taylor and George Floyd saying, you know, hoping to root out systemic racism in the country. Um, your thoughts on an elite, all-white, wealthy club, again in this day and age, um, you know, should these clubs continue to exist?
1: It's a long tradition in Rhode Island, and there are many of them, and uh, I think we just need to work our way through the issues. Thank you. The
2: car's here. Okay.
1: <sighs> wait a minute.
0: Oh, wait. Oh. Uh, all white clubs, excluding black people, is a Rhode Island tradition? Is that what he said? Now imagine that. A Republican, part of an all white club, always been an all white club. His, Their wife is a major stakeholder, shareholder, in this all white club. What do you think would happen? But then this guy... Is actually doing those things. And what do you hear from the media? Nothing. That's probably why he was so surprised. Look at the smirk on his face. He was shocked to get asked that question. He couldn't believe it. He—he's <laughs> like this lady walks up to him, starts asking him that stuff, and he says, Oh. Sh-. Couldn't believe it. But he's fine. Don't nobody worry. He's perfectly fine. No Democrats were harmed in the making of this interview. Nobody will talk about it again. That'll be it. Uh, that'll be the last thing you hear about Sheldon and his old white club. Which, I think, since he's a Democrat, we can probably dub that a Klan rally. I think. I'm just saying. Seems like it could be. Speaking of Klan members and Democrats, um, Juneteenth, if you recall, was celebrated over the weekend. That was June 19th. It is now a federal holiday thanks to Joe Biden and the Democrats and their uh, excessive, excessive virtue signaling. I did a little video uh, kind of explaining... Juneteenth for those that didn't really know what it was. And instead of me sitting here trying to explain it again, I think what I'm gonna do is I'm going to play you the video that we put. And by the way, thank God for TikTok because that's how I make this stuff. Otherwise, I would be uh, <laughs> I'd be no good at making these edited videos, but TikTok makes it super easy. And um, even though it's owned by the Chinese and they're spying on my phone, Uh, I, I am glad I have the capability to do that. Here is what Juneteenth actually is, if you did not know. Over the last few weeks, Juneteenth has been very politicized. But in all honesty, we should all be celebrating Juneteenth. And here's why. It's a day when black people in America found out that the first Republican president had signed a document freeing them from slavery. Two years later, those same black men met on July 4th, 1867, and created the Republican Party of Texas. Democrats didn't like that, so in response, they created the Ku Klux Klan. Unfortunately today, Democrats are still economically enslaving black Americans and they've turned inner cities into modern plantations of welfare and economic dependence. So we should all celebrate Juneteenth. It's a celebration of the same reason the Republican Party was created in 1857 the abolition of slavery. Only an incompetent idiot would give the Democrats, people who tried to make sure this day never happened, any credit for Juneteenth. Come on, man. So that's uh, that's your explainer for Juneteenth, in case you didn't know. Now you do. Now you do. And by the way, if y'all want to follow me on TikTok, if y'all are on there, you're willing to give the Chinese your information. Uh, it's just the same as everything else. At Andrew McLean, who we try to put content up there on a regular basis and clips from this show as well. Uh, So you can check that out. But a lot of exciting stuff coming up uh, on the news front that we're going to keep you updated on. I'm not going to be as scattered on the next episode. I promise I'll kind of hone it in and try to figure out what I want to talk about instead of, you know, 30 different things. I promise y'all. I promise you that. But uh, make sure you're keeping up with us. Make sure you check us out on all the social media platforms. If you have questions about the Over the Line Burner account, let us know. We'll get you the link. I don't care if you got to message me directly. We'll hook you up with that. Also, Highly Suspect as well has its own YouTube channel. That is where our conspiracy shows will be going. And it's really why Over the Line got... Our second strike. It was because of the first conspiracy show about Isaac Cappy. But whatever, they're going to try to silence us, however they can. That's why it's important for you to be on the over the line burner account. Highly suspect. Rumble. Get the GrowCall app. That is very important. We will never be pulled off of GrowCall, which you can watch not only from your phone but on your smart TV through uh, Apple TV and Roku. That's G-R-O-K-A-L-L, Grow Call. Make sure you look that up in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, about 10 other platforms on there as well if you want the audio side of it. Help us get the word out. We need you now more than ever. Like this video, comment on this video, and share these videos as much as you possibly can, and we will love you long time for it until next time See it cool.